Welcome to the Mosaic of Marion, a weekly podcast hosted by Dr. Henry M. Meadows, Jr. and presented by Marion Baptist Church in Chatham, Virginia. It is our sincere hope that you'll join us each week as we explore what it means to be part of God's big picture through biblical discussions about the saving power of Jesus Christ and what it means for our lives each and every day, starting today. Christmas time's coming. What's up out there, podcast land? What's happening? Oh, my. Yeah, boy. <laughs> I couldn't decide was he going to sing Christmas time or the first Noel. <laughs> anyway, so what's happening? So if anyone's still listening. <laughs> you don't hear the third voice. No. He had some dental work dental done. Dental work. That's literally what we were told. That's, I yeah. had some dental work done. That's right. And That's I right. can't talk. That's right. So... I really wanted him to be here. Well, because you would have laughed at his numb mouth. Because you laughed. Would you not have laughed if it was me? You laughed at me, so I'm sure that you would have laughed at him. Give me a like you. I was pretty bad that one night. Uh, you would talk about me, laugh at me the same way. Well, maybe. The, stop with the maybe. <laughs> so, so, Dan, we miss you. Dan. Not just because we would have made fun of you. Well, I, that is a lot of the reason I'm. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm. I kid because oh, I. See, care. you can't make me laugh because then I'll start coughing and then that's bad. What is wrong with everybody around me? That is sickly, man. It's bad. I'm better. You are. Right. Luckily. Yes. Because last week you were. That's you, bad. Uh, first part of the week. <laughs> thick, thick, thick. That's right. So, well, how you doing though? So seriously, I'm better. Uh, you're good. You're yeah. good. Okay, Dan, we miss you. Yes. Say it one more time. <laughs> I want to say it with all sincerity. So, if you have your Bibles, um, turn to the Gospel according to Mark. Right. This shows Jesus as a suffering servant, does it not? Isn't that what they say about this one? I think that's what they say. Yeah, he was a suffering servant. I do know a key word, if you ever want to read the book of Mark, just look at it specifically at the beginning, immediately. Yes, this, throughout the whole book. I think when I did, did I do a Bible study through uh, Wednesday know. night, and I think I talked about that's where you learned that. No, no. Yeah. I already knew it. I'm pretty sure you learned no, it from me. No, I already me. knew it. No, I'm, say, I'm saying you learned it from me. Okay. We'll just say that. <laughs> I don't know that I did a Bible study. <laughs> I don't know that you did either. But it is a key. And like I have it, I know in chapter one, that my Bible is right in front of me. Um, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Nine times. In the first chapter, we read the word mm. immediately. Mm. And so it sort of rocks and rolls. Yep. He didn't. We know that Mark was writing, and really it was Peter a lot telling him what they experienced because, you know, John Mark, although most say that was John Mark in the garden that fled nudie. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. <laughs> um, so most think that was him that they're talking about right there. And so that Peter, him and Peter are obviously buddies, and, and he's sort of Peter's telling him what to write, in a sense. And so he moves really quickly. He hits sort of the high points of everything. Right. Um, shortest of all the Gospels. Mm. Um, but, and some would read this and say... Well, some are probably sitting there going, there's no... There's no account of Jesus' birthday, Mark. Where, oh, but where are you going? Where are but you going? But it is. I, so now, that's, yeah. It's not the prototypical. Right. It's not Matthew. Right. It's not Luke. Right. It's not even John. Right. <laughs> you know, I mean, John, you got the first 16 verses, different parts you will pull out and mm-hmm. talk about that talks about the birth of Jesus. Um, 
I mean, like last week, we got that. We did pretty good last we, week. I thought it was a good episode. And then Luke, <laughs> which we'll have next week, Luke is just tremendous. Right. I mean, obviously. Right. I mean, he goes into most detail mm-hmm. to Theophilus. Right. Pretty good pulling it off the top of my good, head. Yeah. But then you have Mark. Then there's Mark. Who just jumps out the beginning of the gospel of Jesus Christ, the Son of mm-hmm. God. When you hear the word beginning, mm. Where does it take your mind? To Genesis. Why? Because uh, that's how Genesis starts. Yeah. So what do you mean? What, talk, talk to me. That, well, to me, this is the, the, there's one other place we're going to go in, in Mark. But in verse one, it's really talking about, there. here's the, talking about the beginning of Jesus, mm-hmm. the humanity right. side of him. Right. Remember, Jesus was fully God and fully human. Right. And if you listen to my sermon this past <laughs> Sunday, you understand that I talk about that, mm. how he is fully human, and and I'm going to show that he didn't stay a baby in the manger, right? Right. Because he couldn't. Right. He had to be one of us, right? Or else he couldn't purchase our salvation, right? He would have been different from us, right? So anyway, all right. Why why the beginning? Well, it's just the, the beginning. It just Genesis one one says in the beginning, so that's just where my mind goes. But. <laughs> I'm just, I don't have anything so, deeper than that. No, today. nothing deeper. I mean, come <laughs> on. We know we can go there, man. We can go deeper. So there, in the the word beginning, there is is um, that God created is like it's a definite point that is saying before the beginning that to say to make yourself start something means you have to be there before it. Mm-hmm. So when it says in the beginning, God. I love. I have been so in love with that. Yeah. And I, you know, listening to me the last couple of weeks, I have talked about that word right there in that verse. Mm-hmm. I've used it the last two Sundays in the beginning, God. And so I want to share it real quickly. The word God there is Elohim. Right. That's a plural word. Right. But it's used in that setting there, singularly. Right. Right. How's that work? Mm. Well. Th- I, and I, I really have fallen in love with this. That terminology in theological circles is called the plural of majesty. Mm. It's it's three distinct roles, yet one okay. distinct fully God. Right. And so it's say that. So those that say, well, the Trinity's not in the Bible. Well, there it is, right there. Yes. It's it's the plural of majesty. Right. And and you have all of. Of them there, and by the so, and I tell the story that when I was a kid growing up, you read that. I'm just thinking that's God the Father. Mm-hmm. And then I read John for the first but, time. Right, <laughs> right, right. I didn't want to um, jump ahead of ourselves. Well, no, we can jump ahead. <laughs> Let's go. So, so that would say it reminds you there. Mark writing it connects to me Genesis one one and John one one yeah. with Mark one. Yeah. So what does John one one say? John 1, 1 says, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. So you have that, in the beginning was the Word. And, and I want to reiterate this fact. For you to say something is the beginning means that you had to start it, therefore you had to be there before mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a great point. I mean, I don't think many, I don't think many people think about that point, because I think they just think about and I, and I guess I'll let myself into that. The, the beginning is the beginning. 
But if you think about what you're saying, that you can't start something and make it the beginning unless you're already there. Yeah. Let's think about that. What it, What is the implication of yeah, that? Yeah, I mean, there are a lot for, of implications. Yeah, what is the implication of that for creation that people don't think about? That And the implication is that God already was. He was already here. Yeah, that's a great point. I like that point. Good. <laughs> um, but it, it does, it, it talks about, and it speaks to the, the eternalness mm. that God is. Mm-hmm. R- it, this is so hard. Sometimes I, I, I will have these thoughts and it hurts my brain mm. because I have a finite mind. Mm. There's never been a moment in all existence which there is no end of all existence or beginning of all. There's really no beginning. Right. In, in a sense. There, the only beginning that we have is when Jesus, God the Father, and the Holy Spirit says, okay, mark it now. Yeah. <laughs> Right, right. And, but you go, this is crazy. I'm, I'm going somewhere where I think angels fear to tread. <laughs> you go back beyond that in eternity past, and there was always God. Right. Yeah, you, you, you don't ever get to a point. You never get to that point. You never get to a point where there was, where God wasn't. How can that be? I know. Because well, we walk by faith. Right. Now, so I asked the question, how can that be? And to the atheist, it would say, well, there can't be. Uh, but to a real believer, I say, I got no problem believing it because I believe in God. Right. And, and if God says it, I have to believe it. It's the same way of this. When we go the other way, when time, quote unquote, time has ended, mm-hmm. we'll go on forever. Keep going, right. There won't be a time that time will actually be o- over. Right. It'll just keep going. Right. We'll be out there in eternity. What? Didn't that just make you want to cry at times? Mm-hmm. The fact that, and people are asking all the time, what are our glorified bodies going to be like? Well, I don't know what they're going to be like. Mm-hmm. I mean, we have some thoughts in Scripture that mm-hmm. we could put up. But here's what I know. The bodies that we have cannot last for eternity. So we got to have an upgrade. Right. <laughs> yes. Do you, do you, are you catching what, uh-huh. Listen to me out there. When you go out into eternity, and there's only two choices. Yes. Right. People say all the time, I just don't know what this whole world's coming to. Well, let me in on a little secret. We're all going to Jesus. Right. You're either going to see him as judge mm-hmm. or a savior. Yeah. That determines how you're going to spend eons of time. <laughs> right. Right. Oh, it makes my brain hurt. Well, and so then doesn't that make you think that um, about how that this life that we cling to so much. Oh, my goodness, don't we? It's just a blip. Well, that's why Peter said it's a vapor. Yeah. Here today and gone tomorrow. Right, right. And it, it, but we cling to it and we feel, um, we feel burdened by the passage of time and we feel um, like we want time to slow down, but, but it's just a blip. Yeah. And, and, Yes, well, our lives have significance, and we're here for a purpose, but it's just a blip. Yeah. it's So when he says this, it, it takes me back to in the beginning of the gospel. Well, what does that speak of, the beginning of the gospel of Jesus Christ? It speaks to the manger. It speaks of his birth. Mm-hmm. That's when the gospel of Jesus Christ. You, you realize out there, y'all, Jesus didn't have a body until he was born. Right. He wasn't out in eternity past with a human body. Right. He was spirit, as I take it, and as my theology mm-hmm. is, and I'm not saying I'm completely right, you know, 
but I don't get the idea, and I've heard others say this too, he didn't have a body until he was born. Right, well, because it says he took on flesh and blood. Yeah, so, right. he took on flesh right. and blood. Right, And by the way, we, I mean, we could also go to the, you know, the fact that God sent his son. Mm-hmm. Well, to be sent yeah. means you had to have been. Uh-huh, yeah. Well, I wasn't sent. Right. I was, as they say, birthed. <laughs> Is that how they say it? That's how they say it, birthed. <laughs> or birthed. <laughs> Either way you want to go. I wasn't out there. Mm. Hank Meadows, and I'm not getting, Hank Meadows began at conception, right. but I'm not going any right. more details of that. And then, so I was a human being at conception. Right. And I preached on one Sunday about everything that goes in, how in that moment, your DNA strands are uh-huh. already created. Who I was going to be yes. was decided at right. conception. Right. That was Hank's beginning. Yes. But Jesus had a different beginning. Right. Yes. Jesus had that beginning way out there. And y'all, I am way talking with my hands today. <laughs> yes, he is. <laughs> um, because I'm pointing. If y'all can see me, I'm pointing left to yep, get a point yep. right and all that. So here's the beginning. What is, okay, so that's, we, we're, are you in agreement? Sure. Yeah. Yes. What did I just say? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that phrase, the beginning of the gospel of Jesus Christ points to his birth. Okay. I want to make sure you're with me. I thought you were cheesing you know, over last that. Year, last week, I was not. When I really, even as I listened to it, I was like, oh, okay. They said that that's him making his point, but okay. <laughs> so you still didn't think he made his point? Well, yes, I do. But it was a little subtle. It was subtle. It was subtle. I, I will give you that. It was subtle. But you're sitting over like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. The beginning of that that's the birth right there. And and that's the 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 Christmas message right there. Now there's another place you can go about the Christmas message too, so don't jump ahead of me. What's the gospel there? I love how I love what Mark does here. The beginning of the gospel. Mm-hmm. So now we don't have pre evangelon and we don't have all the old testament um not full theology as it were. Now we have what is the gospel. Well, the gospel is the good news. So, if the now. if the beginning of the gospel is the birth of Jesus, because that's the beginning of the plan of redemption. Mm. the The plan for redemption was set in place when we read about it in the back in Genesis. Yeah. But but it was. It, let's go back. I mean, let's be honest. It was actually before that. Well, right. Yes, before time before the but ages began. Our first reading is right. in Genesis right. three. So, but. Now that now is the birth sets the plan in motion. Yeah, this is the setting of it. This is the be- the beginning of it. This is the the um, here it comes. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. The gospel. Yeah. The good news. Yeah. And you know, I've said it before. Man, so often we Christians act like we don't have any news. Mm. Yep. Uh, that those, you, you know, I said it from the pulpit. I cannot stand your Christians. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm so happy Jesus saved me. <laughs> really? Your face don't show it. Right. <laughs> and and who, who going to want what you got if y'all were going, oh, right. life's so bad. Right. Come on now. Right. I mean, I just want people to get a taste of how I got it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I, and I think we don't get that taste. Is sometimes we don't think we're really that bad. Mm-hmm. I think we think, well, I deserve this. I know what Hank Meadows right. deserved. Right. We know we don't deserve it. 
I'm not saying anything about this, but listen, I mean, I, I understand because, well, you really weren't that bad. Old child, mm. you didn't know what went on in my head. Mm. You didn't know what I did mm-hmm. right. in the darkness. I did not deserve right. anything. None of us did, right. And, and so it's just, I'm just like crazy about the fact that it's the good news of Jesus. The good news is that he saves all sinners. Yes. The good news is that if you're listening today, maybe you stumbled upon us mm-hmm. and you're going, eh, it's not for me, y'all. He didn't save me. Yes, he did. And I cannot stand when people say he only died for a certain elect. Yeah, no. He died for every, for God to love the world. The world. Mm-hmm. That word world means cosmos. Yes. That means everybody. Everybody. It is his desire. I'm just reading, I'm just giving you scripture. It is his desire that all men come to a saving knowledge of him. Now, that word all there means literally each and every one. Right, right. And then you could go to 2 Peter. I think it's chapter 2. He says he even died for the ones that wouldn't accept him because they would now have the chance to accept him. Yes. That's the good news. And that is not the good news. There's no good news out there at all. Right, right. And so anything else about that? You want to give the good? You want to tell us exactly what it is? The good news? Yeah. It does exactly. I want everybody to hear it. Exactly. Well, I don't know what you want me to say. <laughs> well, oh, thanks. <laughs> I didn't know where you wanted me to start with it. So why don't you just tell them? <laughs> no, no, no. I want to hear you say it. <laughs> He's giving me the answers. Um, well, the good news is that the fact that he gives us salvation, as you just told me. Um, but it's the... I mean, what I was going to say was I would go back to John three sixteen that you were quoting. Yeah, please, that, please. That's where, actually that, where I wanted you to go. Right. So for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. And so that's the good news. That's what Jesus offered. And so that's why Jesus was sent as a baby so that we could have that eternal life, so that it, that eternal life could be offered to us, could be given to us. Why do we need it? Why do we need him? Yes. Well, because we're all sinners. I know we just addressed that, but I want to make sure that was clear. Because <laughs> we're all sinners, and the wages of sin is death, as it says in Romans. And so we had to have a Savior come who was born of flesh and blood, mm-hmm. who would die on the cross to pay the penalty for our sin. I mean, he literally came, y'all, to die for us. Right. That was From that moment that he was mm-hmm. conceived, mm-hmm. placed in, in Mary, mm-hmm. to his birth. Mm-hmm. To all of his life, it was leading up to one point, two points actually. Mm-hmm. I really, I've, I'm firmly beginning to really to die. Yes, because he had to fulfill the law and everything about the law to his death. Mm-hmm. Okay, but then he had to rise again because yeah. even when he fulfilled all the law, right, we still had one enemy. Yes, death, death, right. And so he had to conquer that as well. And so he, when he said, it is finished, he didn't say, I am finished. Mm-hmm. He said, it is finished. Mm-hmm. Everything I needed to do. Yep. I lived perfectly. Yep. I was fully God, fully man. Yep. I did um, all that I was ever asked to do, and I was obedient to my father. I did it all. Mm-hmm. And I sacrificed myself. I took the beating. Yep. That's paid. Right. Now, had he just died, guess what? We still couldn't have risen again. Right, right. We I, we talk about that, but I don't know that we a lot of times make that connection. Yes, right. That he had to die, but he also had to rise again. Right. So because that's why um, 
Paul writing to the church at Corinth, one of the most carnal churches ever in the history of mankind, Paul Paul wrote um, here in, in chapter 15, um, death is swallowed up in victory. Oh, death, where is your victory? Oh, death. One of the in, in another translation talks about the law, where is your sting? Because the law can't sting us mm-hmm. and death can't hold us right. for the believer. Yes. And so we need it. Had he just come as a baby mm-hmm. and not died for us, that doesn't do any good. Right. Had he just shown up on the scene right. and died for us, well, right. then he wasn't born like us. So he wasn't one of us. us. Right. But had he born like us and died like us, but never rose again, we couldn't rise again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We need resurrection power. He had to prove, and that's really what he did, that they conquered death as well. Yes. And so we forget that. And so that's what Mark is saying right here. Right. All that is bound up in that one little verse. <laughs> right, right. And and as you're talking about it, and I'm thinking about it, and I don't remember a thing that I said, but I remember, no, really, I wrote a blog post last year about don't leave Jesus in the manger. Yeah, all of and that. and then as you're talking about him having to um ra- having to raise from the dead, also people leave Jesus on the cross. Oh yeah, and and um we can't do that. That's not the end of the story. No, not at all. So both both of the things that we celebrate that um you know with Christmas and Easter and. We celebrate those things, but they can't be taken as um, individual events without um, celebrating the other part of it. Yeah. Bo- you know, we need both. And we have to make sure that we have a full understanding of both and have um, a full um, love for and appreciation for the whole story. And going back to the, the very, very, that this is the very beginning when Jesus was born. And it was carried out until he rose again, and and then went up to have ascended up to heaven. Yeah, I said that's that's another then, part that we don't have. <laughs> right. so we, and we need him where he's at. Right, right, seated at the right hand of God. Why? Be- because you knew he, that was coming, yeah. right? You knew the why well, was coming. Well, I should have, <laughs> <laughs> because that's where he sits as um, our intercessor. <sighs> I like it when we're on the same wavelength. <laughs> um, what is an intercessor? Well, one who goes um, intercedes between two parties, and so as um, as we mess up, you know, Jesus can say to the Father, "That one's mine." Yeah. Um, or this, or if the enemy accuses us before God the Father, you know, Jesus can take up our case and say he's mine. Or he can just say, "I paid that." Right. Answer. Right. Yeah. That's, yeah. And that's, I'm that's sticking out my hand. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You see that hole yeah. right there? <laughs> right. I paid that debt. Right. Right. And that, and that's what that's why we need him there. Mm-hmm. And and one of your favorite places of scripture is he showed another picture yes. that he had done everything when he sat down. Yes. Yeah. I know you love that yep. verse in Hebrews. Absolutely. Um whenever I preach out of Hebrews y'all and I mention that my girl just goes <laughs> bonkers. But it's so true because the picture, you know, it says that that the the that he, for, for once and all, when he had paid it, he sat down. Well, here's what we don't know: in the temple where the work yep. was to be done, there were no chairs. No, yep, right. Because their work was never done, and that was the reason they also you had to come today and tomorrow and tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And there's this sacrifice today and yep. that sacrifice tomorrow. Right. Now and tomorrow, now and then, and it because their work was never done. Right. Th- then he went and sat down. That's right. He said, I've done it. Right. So he intercedes. Mm-hmm. He prays for I think he right. prays, prays for us. us. Yes, absolutely. He absolutely. says that in John 17 uh-huh. that I preached last mm-hmm. week, talked about it. 
And he's like, this is why I came. This is the gospel. When The gospel, yes. See, salvation, we miss this too. Salvation has three different parts. Uh-huh. Salvation has justification right. when you're made just. Mm-hmm. At, at, that's the moment of. Right. Yes, boom. Right. I mean, it is so stinking fast. Uh-huh. Instant, right. I mean, it is. It is literally, it's quicker than minute rice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know where that came from. I believe it's even faster than a twinkling of an eye. Yeah. And boom, you're made just because right. you're clothed in his righteousness. Right. You're made like right. him so that when the father sees Hank Meadows, he doesn't see my nasty, stinking, right. poopy-ridden self. <laughs> Zechariah, that's I, what it I, says. I know. He sees the righteousness of Jesus. Jesus. Yep. So that's the first step. Mm-hmm. Then you have, and I'm going to let you talk about this one, sanctification. Sanctification, right, which is the process of becoming um, Christ-like. And so from that moment of salvation and onward, then we are being sanctified. We are being made holy, um, but we will never reach full holiness until we get to heaven. But we are made holy. We're being made to be more like Christ, um, learning how to live as a believer. Hey, you don't know it all. Right. I, I mean, I've been at this thing, I got saved when I was six. Mm. Truly say yes. Did I backslide? Yes. Did I fall out the cart or the ark? Nope. So I've been at this thing for 47 years. Holy macaroni. <laughs> I'm not near where I, I mean, I'm farther along than I was. Right. But I'm not nearly where I should be. Right. Or will be. Will be, right. Hopefully, if I live uh, <laughs> another 47, 53 years, I don't want to. Jesus, please That's don't let long. me. Um, But I'm not in control of that. I'll be here as long as he wants me here. I'll be growing all the time. Mm-hmm. Right. That's sanctification. That's right. right. And you should ask yourself. I mean, you should really do spiritual health checks every mm-hmm. so often. Mm-hmm. Am I farther along down this road with Jesus than I was when than right. last week? You know, it ought to be like a daily growth mm-hmm. thing. You're learning more, you're doing more. Um, monthly, weekly, definitely from your second birth. Right. Um, and then the third step in it, is this is a great step when you see him face to face. Yes. Glorification. Yep. When you are glor you have your glorified body, you have your glorified mind, you are like him. I love first John, you know that we will see him and we'll be like him. Yep. How amazing is that? We're gonna be, get to be like him. And and why why are we able to be like him? Because we will see him. We will see him as he yeah. truly is. Face to face. Think about that. We won't we won't see just the Jesus of earth. Right. We'll see the heavenly, glorified, transfigured Jesus, yeah. the one that is not holding back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How amazing is that going right. to be? Right. The one that lives in unattainable light. Right. Um, and so that that's it. And so then we're running out of time. So the <laughs> other part that I, I mean, literally, we laughed three and a half minutes. What does this bring about? And here's really, I wasn't planning on spending the whole time on verse one. <laughs> it brought about the kingdom of God. Yeah. And that was really where I was going today, and then we got stuck on this. It was good. It was very good. <laughs> but the kingdom of God, mm-hmm. it's the it's not here yet. I mean, it's not fulfilled yet. It's here. here right. It's not fulfilled. Right. And it won't be fulfilled until you get on past the millennial reign right. and that thousand years, and then, boom. Mm-hmm. I think that was one of the greatest things, though, that I learned um, in, you know, just a few years back doing Bible studies. And- um, that, because uh, I don't think anyone's taught me it 
be until then, but um, that we are kingdom citizens now, yes, though. we are. You know, and so we need to be living as kingdom citizens now. And we're, we don't get saved and then wait to get to heaven and then live as Jesus wants us to live in heaven. We mm-hmm. get saved and live as he wants us to live now and live as kingdom citizens now. And so that's also a great check for yourself yeah. to, you know, to ask yourself, am I living as a kingdom citizen? Um, am I representing the kingdom? Um, and so because we don't just wait until his kingdom is truly fulfilled. I mean, it is here now. The kingdom of the kingdom of God is at hand. It's here. Yeah. And we so we need to live it now. And I you know, and I you've heard me. I'll share it with people when I'm sharing the gospel, I'll say, you know, you can have heaven in two places like what, excuse me? Mm-hmm. We all know you can have it hereafter. Mm-hmm. But you can have it now. Yes. You have all the Paul writing said you have all the yeah. spiritual blessings of the heavenlies yeah. now. Right. So I have them. My name's already written out yes. there. And so I have those spiritual blessings already. I have every right as a citizen of heaven already. I just haven't experienced it yet. But also, I have the joy, and I believe that's the main thing. I have the joy that you'll have in heaven. I can have it. Do I always experience it? No. Right. That's not a God thing. That's a Hank thing. Yeah, right, right. But I, Because I have it where I can get it. Mm-hmm. Problem is, when I take my eyes off Jesus, right. I lose it. Right. Like Peter walking on water. Right. By the way, I still say Peter gets a bum rap in that. <laughs> We all want to make fun of hell. He's not, I'm drowning, I'm drowning. He also the only other dude to walk on water. That's right. It's true. Just, let me just say it's that. True. There's true. only been two that did it. Now, one of them was the son of God, <laughs> and the other was old Pete. That's right. So, Very anyway. good point. All right, big thought. We got literally big less thought. than a minute. Uh, so, well, I... I think Dan rigged this thing. Yeah, probably. I think it goes doubly fast when he's not here. Probably. Probably. Um... She is so stuck. I know. But I love this because I it shows that you just have to be so intentional when you're reading your Bible. Because you can't just read it um, and and skim over it. You won't get out of it what you're supposed to get out of it. Right? I'm, I'm gonna give I'm gonna give a shout out to something that Lisa Miners. Mm. Hey, you're out there. You you tweeted the other day and we read it. And then I I literally that day read it twice. Mm. Remember I told you I read it yeah. twice. That the Puritans would take a verse yes. and literally pull out every little piece of marrow out of that mm-hmm. bone. And after they had written about 400 words, yeah. they would go into something else. And that's all we've done today. Yeah. And and I hope it will help you. Because if you just read that, you're like, oh, the beginning of the gospel of right. Jesus Christ. Right. Son of God. Right. Okay. There's but, so much. But look at how um, rich and deep um, those four words are. Right. You should write something about that. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Let's write a Christmas story based on that. <laughs> okay. A Christmas study guide. Okay. That's crazy. Anyway, so <laughs> I, I have all these ideas. We have lots of ideas. So my big thought is this. God is amazing. Yeah. I mean, it just to talk about it today, I know, and sometimes you hear yourself talking, you're going, wow, that's crazy good. Mm-mm. And I mean, I'm not being like, not being like egotistical or whatever, but as I was talking about that, he was before and you said mm-hmm. that was really a good step that yeah. for something to have a beginning something had to be before it to start it right that's just a crazy thought it's an amazing God mm-hmm. we sing amazing grace how about amazing God yeah. right I mean and then to go the other way and then the fact that you guys gotta put up with me <laughs> if you think I'm this way now <laughs> can you imagine me in my glorified body Ooh, it's going to be fun. What you talking about? 
<laughs> All right. So anyway, hey, pray for it. Did we even pray at the? I think we just jumped in. We did. You did. We just. Jumped. I am so sorry, y'all. We just jumped in. We didn't even do nothing. I was so excited about excited it. Excited about it. Yeah. Why don't you pray? Yeah. Then I'll close. Okay. All right. I thank you, Lord, for the truths in your word. I thank you that um, the birth of Jesus was indeed the beginning of the gospel. And um, Lord, what a blessing it is that you um, chose to send your son and um, so that we would be able to have eternal life. And so I just thank you. And I pray that um, for those who are listening who um, need that encouragement, and need to know that um, that your sending your son was intentional, and um, that you set the plan of redemption in motion when you did that. And I, I just pray for their comfort and for um, just them to grab hold of that. And so we thank you for these truths and thank you for entrusting us with them. And and just thank you that we can be here tonight. And we pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Hey, I am Hank Meadows, pastor of Mary Baptist Church. So glad you're with us. I had my home slice here with you, Miss Mona. Hey, hey. Jelly bean, miss butter you. bean, beano. <laughs> we miss you, buddy. Hope sure your do. mouth feels better. Yeah. Bye, y'all. Bye, y'all.